Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. Abraham Lincoln's second inaugural address occurred on March the 4th, 1865, near the conclusion of the Civil War. At the end of that bloody war between fellow countrymen, Lincoln hoped to heal the wounds caused by the war instead of stirring up more bitterness and more hatred. And at the close of that speech, President Lincoln said, With malice toward none, with charity for all, with firmness in the right as God gives us to see the right, Let us strive on to finish the work we are in, to bind up the nation's wounds, to care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and his orphan, to do all which may achieve and cherish a just and lasting peace among ourselves and with all nations. Lincoln knew three things were required to bind up the wounds of the nation from the Civil War. Now, President Lincoln didn't develop these three things on his own. He discovered them in Scripture. And as we, as Christians, as we fight a war against evil and the wiles of the devil and the devil injure some of us, Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, let's notice how these three things that President Lincoln mentions help bring peace. First of all, he said, malice toward none. Malice is a word that really we don't use much anymore. But what it is, is according to Merriam-Webster, malice is the desire to cause pain, injury, or to distress somebody else. So basically, malice is... I want to hurt you. Maybe that's physically, maybe that's emotionally, mentally, whatever the, whatever the case is. Malice is, I want to hurt this person in some way. Malice toward none. No desire to hurt anyone at all. As we attempt, thinking about us as Christians, as we attempt to bring the lost back to God, the lost sheep, the lost coin, the prodigal son, as we attempt to bring them back to God, We must consider how we would want to be treated if we were in their position. Think about the, as we call it, the golden rule in Matthew 7, verse 12. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If we were lost, if we were wandering from the fold of God, how would we want someone to treat us? if we were the one who was lost? I think, yes, we would want someone to make every effort to bring us back, to restore us, to return us back to the fold. But wouldn't we want them to do it in a kind, loving, gentle way instead of being harsh toward us? How careful would you be if you were trying to free a small child who was entangled in barbed wire. You know what barbed wire is. You know how difficult 
and how painful it can be to get yourself wrapped up in it. It has all these sharp edges and points on the wire if you don't know what it is. We would be so careful trying to free a small child that was trapped in barbed wire. As Christians, if we wish to pull lost souls from Satan's snare, as 2 Timothy 2.26 mentions, the trap, the snare of the devil, if we want to pull lost souls out of Satan's trap, we cannot have even the slightest desire to cause them additional pain. Pulling them out of the trap, it's not about, you know, as we're getting them out, you know, we're... we're we're telling them, you know, I told you so. I mean, this would have, you know, of course this was going to happen to you if you did this. It's not about trying to harm them at all with malice toward none, a desire to hurt no one to any extent. I'm reminded of what Paul said in Galatians 6, verse 1, when he said, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, Restore such a one in a spirit or an attitude or a mindset of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. As we think about bringing people back to Christ, we must have the attitude and the mindset of malice toward none. No desire to cause pain, injury, or distress to anyone at all, even the people we are bringing back to Christ. The second thing that in that speech that Lincoln mentioned knew was necessary to bring about peace and to and to care for the wounds of a of a nation that had faced the Civil War was love for all. Jesus Christ died for the world because of God's love for all people. John three verse sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Jesus' disciples take the good news or the gospel to all the world to tell them of God's love. Mark 16, verse 15 and verse 16. Go into all the world and take the gospel to everyone. The one who believes and is baptized, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5 and verse 8. If we struggle with loving all people as we should, we need to remember that Jesus died in our place. 2 Corinthians 5.21 teaches that. He, he died taking our place. We rightfully should have been the ones who died. But Jesus took our place, and he did that when we were God's enemy. Romans 5 verse 10 teaches us. He didn't do that when we were friends of God. Jesus died in our place when we were the enemy of God. So in order to to be peacemakers, to be blessed as peacemakers, to bring the lost back to Christ, to heal the wounds, uh, as Lincoln said in his speech, to heal the wounds of the nation for us, to strengthen our brethren around us, to bring the lost to Christ, we must not have a desire to hurt anyone. There must be no desire on our part 
to want to do any harm to anyone. We must love all people. And then the third thing is we must stand firmly upon the truth. And this final statement is equally as important as the other two. Uh, Today, our, our culture seeks to dismiss universal truth. We're told that that everyone has their own truth and everyone should be free to follow their own truth. And the division in our society that seems to grow worse with every passing day is proof that follow your own truth doesn't work. It hasn't led to more peace. It hasn't led to more unity in our society. It's led to a our society fracturing and dividing even further, and those dividing lines, they've become deeper, and the bitterness and the hatred has actually grown worse since that, since that uh, philosophy, that worldview, has been shoved upon our nation. Jesus declared that the Word of God is truth. John 17, verse 17. Jesus himself is the truth, and he is the only way to come to the Father, John 14, verse 6. In addition to, as Christians, in addition to having no desire to hurt anyone and to love everyone, Christians must stand firm upon God's word. There is no peace and there is no unity if we depart from the standard of truth. John 17, verse 20 through 23, in, in Jesus' prayers for his, prayer for his followers in that chapter, praying really for us, John 17, 20 through 23, he emphasizes the need to stand firm upon the truth, to be united as the Father and the Son are united. The peacemakers, as Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 9, blessed are the peacemakers. The peacemakers are those who have no desire to harm others. They love everyone as God loves, and they plant themselves firmly upon the truth, the word of God. That's who the peacemakers are. So as Christians, let's serve God by being peacemakers in a world that has been devastated by sin in a world that, has, uh, that is in turmoil because of sin. We have the good news. We have the message that can help. If we will follow what the scriptures say about being peacemakers. I appreciate you listening, listening to the Asking God Why podcast. I hope you have a good rest of your day. And as always, stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.